Hey there. It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for Ed and Sean. It's time for part two of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 259, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi, welcome to part two. Welcome to part two, where we bring you the latest in DVD and Blu-ray releases. Yeah. Where we tell you what's hitting the new release wall on video games. Yeah. And then um, I bring some news. There you go. Some news. Not a lot, but it definitely gets Ed charged up uh, (laughs) about Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Um, And then I have to drop a couple bombshells as far as some music that's going to be in the new Justice League movie. (laughs) Yes. And then something that just kind of made our all our head, our collective heads shake in, like what? <laughs> in disbelief. In disbelief. Yes. Or belief. If you go, of course they would do that. Um, but for that, you're just going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sit back. What's the matter, right? Hey. Oh, like I, I just you're doing the old oh, squinching <laughs> oh, your eyes, going oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> Like, I can't believe we've been doing for 259 episodes. Oh. I started doing that at 150. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we'll sit back and relax, and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AuckernetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. So shut your and those apps. All right, so Ed is about to tell us what's hitting the new release wall. Ed? That's true. Here we go. Away. Well, the first one is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Ben, Tale No Tales is coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD. All right. I enjoyed that movie. (laughs) I thought it was really good. All right. What else? Uh, The Cult of Chucky is coming out on Blu-ray this week. That's uh, that's on, uh, what do you call it, Netflix right now? Is it like a Netflix movie? Yes. I I heard it was actually really good. Believe it or not. <laughs> well, they if you don't have any of the Chucky movies and you go, you know what, it's October, I should have these movies in, in a thing. There's a Chucky seven, a complete seven movie collection that's also coming as well. Ah. So you can catch them all at once if you want to. <laughs> uh, since we're in the holiday kind of uh, genre, 976 nine, Evil is coming out on Blu-ray for the oh first time. Oh, my God. Yes. I love that movie. Uh, Vampire is coming out for the first time on Blu-ray. This is the original. Yeah, that's kind of it's, uh, that might be have to be one that I have to buy. Okay. Uh, only because uh, it's it's the silent movie. I think. Yeah. You no, know, it's it's the one that kind of defined the. I think it's like over a hundred years now at this point. It's yeah. not. Is it Nosferatu or whatever? Is that Vampire? Um, it's kind of they kind of redid it. Um, you know, actually, well. The guy who looks like the vampire, like the, the bald head, the pointy ears. Yeah, he's the only one that scared me. Yeah. Um, 1932 was when it was made. Yeah. Apparently. He's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's not 100 years, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far. All right, what else you got there coming out? Uh, Little Shop of Horrors, the director's cut is coming out on Blu-ray this week, the 1986 oh. version. Okay. All right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the 25th anniversary movie, is coming out this week on Blu-ray. Wow. All right. I, I, one of my favorite movies. I, I love that movie. And then we have Goon, the last of the Enforcers, coming out on DVD this Tuesday. Just DVD? Yeah, it's Yeah. 
Because the first... Okay, here you go. Well, it, there's also the two Goon, the Goon, the Last of the Enforcers, a double pack coming out on DVD as well. As a fan of hockey, yeah, I'm always... Whenever a hockey movie comes out on, on like, out in the radar, mm-hmm. I always go, who? Hockey movie? I saw Goon. It stars uh, Sean, like, uh, Sean William Scott. He's the Goon. He's, like, the last... In the first movie, he's, like, the last of the big-time enforcers. The guys you hired, basically... Not really good with the stick, not really good with shooting, not really good with scoring. But if you need someone's ass kicked, you put him out on the ice. Yeah. And he was a goon. Right. Hence the name of the movie. And it's about him trying to overcome that, you might want to say, stereotype. Yeah. To become a better player. And that's why I'm like, they made a sequel? I kind of really want to see that one. (laughs) All right, what else? Uh, This is the the 1950s uh, 1950s decade bundle on coming out on DVD. Uh, these are all 1950 movies, uh, which is Gunfight at the OK Corral, uh, Sunset Boulevard, The Great Show, the Greatest Show on Earth, and Sabrina. Okay. Then there's also a 1960s uh, decade bundle pack with Barbarella, uh, Barefoot in the Park, Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the original Italian, Italian job, and The Nutty Professor. Okay. Well, since we're on these things, also the 1970s decade bundle bag. <laughs> uh, Mahogany, The Great Gatsby, King Kong, Love Story, Paper Moon, and that is it for that one. And then, of course, there's the 1980s decade <laughs> bundle, Some Kind of Wonderful, Harlem Nights, Crocodile Dundee, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Naked Gun, and that's it. And, of course, now the 1990s. One, which is uh, Clueless, Wayne's World, Tommy Boy, Ghost, and Superstar. All right. But since we're on these bubble packs, there's a 2001. The Ots. The Ots. Uh, all right. She's the Man, Save the Last Dance, Zoolander, How to, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and Anchorman, the Legendary of Ron Burgundy. All right. All right. The 4K treatment this week of these movies is Bram Stoker's Dracula, 25th anniversary, Kick-Ass, Worm Bodies, The Terminator, uh, 2 Judgment Day, and uh, they have also with that a Terminator 2 Judgment Day uh, Enderum Collector's Edition. It's also coming out on 4K. All right. Uh, Then we have the House of Cards Season 5 is coming out on Blu-ray this week. Okay. I Zombie three, season three is coming out this week. Right. Two Broke Girls, the complete sixth season, and uh, Two Broke Girls, the complete series. Yeah, because the show got canceled. Yes. Sharknado 5, Global Warming is also coming out on Blu ray this week. I, all right. I'm, 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 I'm just waiting for the I'm okay like, to. Oh, like, right, yeah. Sharknado 5. This, Sh- Sharknado 4 is actually. This one you might be interested in since, you know, since you're going to go see it. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Holiday Hearts is coming out this <sighs> Tuesday. All right. Uh, Heart, the American Horror Story, Roanoke. R- uh, Roanoke. Roanoke. Roanoke, sorry. It's coming out on DVD this week as well. Or all right. It's on Netflix. I actually um, got a couple of. I, I'm, I'm looking at Blu-ray.com. Yeah. Um, the Superman, the movie, the extended cut it's is coming, out, coming, this, out, this it's coming out this Tuesday. Okay. Um, uh, I'm looking here. Lost Horizon, uh, which is a digibook, whatever that is. 
Uh, let's see. La, 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 la. La, 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 Okay, that's that one. Let me go check. There's a couple other that popped up on this one that I'm looking at. Um, Jumanji's yes. making another round on DVD. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a re-release. Uh, it's, I try and avoid those. Yeah, it's getting harder to find uh, good like the list we need because uh, I usually go to digitalbits.com. You go to still can always go there and enjoy the list of movies, but they don't update them as much. Like they, they they've been flagging behind some some of those movies. So that's why I have to go to a couple different sources uh, to find some the, stuff. The source I hit was uh, blu raycom Okay, that's where like it says upcoming Blu-ray releases because um, there's like a. October 3rd, called the Chucky, Superman, The Hidden, whatever that is, Met a Living Dead, the 50th anniversary. Of course, they're going to make, you know, he just passed away, so let's get another tap of that. Yeah. Uh, another one that's getting the 4K treatment is Warm Bodies, which was... Uh, I did mention that in the uh, Yeah, the uh, Romeo and Juliet type uh, girl falls in love with a zombie. Yeah. You know, but the zombie's kind of... Uh, he's aware. Yes. It was, a, it was a real bizarre movie. It was, it was kind of... It wasn't horrible. Like, <laughs> it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, okay, so is that it for movies? That is it for movies. All right, what else you got there? Coming out in video games. The video games list. Here we go. The Batman The Enemy Within by Telltale Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. That's uh, for those people who played the first Batman game. This is would be their season two. Yes. Which uh, I, you know, has more of a Joker, Riddler. They apparently bring Harley Quinn in into this story okay so i'm like all right you know that that's that's uh that's a buyer because i really enjoyed the watching you play yeah the the first series uh wrc7 by maximum game so the ps4 and xbox one that's a tuesday release racing game <laughs> so rc cars uh no no oh. off road <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's a completely different game sorry <laughs> Uh, Battle Chasers Night War by THQ Nordic but for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. All right. I don't know nothing about that one. Okay. Uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Horizon uh, uh, by Capcom for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Yeah, this is a re-release of the... First, there was Dragon's Dogma. Mm. And like less than a year later, there was the Dragon Dragon's Dogma Dark Risen, which is... It was supposed to be like an expansion pass, mm. a pack. That also got the full game, and they kind of apparently it's by Capcom, and people really like it. Mm. I I tried playing it a couple times, I just couldn't get into it. Um, it's and it's real cheap though; it's like forty bucks, I think, for for buying it. But it the the idea is your typical role playing Dungeons and Dragons type game, but the difference is you create what's called uh, an apprentice, mm-hmm. and that you throw your apprentice into a pool of other apprentices, where let's say you're doing a quest. You could hire my guy to help you on your quest, mm-hmm. and he he or she gets paid, and I get a cut of that. Okay, you know, it, it seemed interesting, but I just couldn't get into the story itself for some reason. It just never pulled me in because they kind of really focused on the whole, hey, create this guy and earn money. And I was like, I, I don't care, just give me something to kill. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got? Uh, the Hunter Call of the Wild by THQ Nordic for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. That sounds like a hunting simulator. <laughs> you paused. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> so I'm, reading the, I'm reading the synopsis right. of it, and yes, it is. A, it's, it's like, I'm going to go out and hunt me a bear digitally. <laughs> it's a stupid fishing game. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want to get, do you want me to delete that fishing game? You can delete it. All right. 
Oh, there's a free download of it. That's called Fishing World or something like that, where you know you cast your line. Yeah. And you, it, it is as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. It was stupid. All right. All right, what else? Forza Motorsport 7 by Microsoft, the Xbox One. That's a two-day release. All right. This one, Stacy might be interested in. Oh, God. Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 by Telltale Games for the Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. No, she won't be, because you don't create anything. Okay. It is legitimately, like, a, uh, it's by Telltale Games, so it's a story-driven. Right. Uh, Plus, it's an Xbox One. I don't think you have Xbox, do you? Uh, no, but it's also coming out on PS4. Well, it's, right now, it's only for... Uh, they probably worked out a deal. Okay. Because it's probably like a Windows Microsoft exclusive for at least a year. Okay. <laughs> And then I'll be like, hey, everybody, Minecraft Season 2 is out. Woo! And what else you got? Cold Sept Re- Revolt by NIS American Incorporated for the 3DS, and that's a Tuesday release. All righty. Layton's Mystery Journey. Kurt Teld and the Millionaires Conspiracy by Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. And uh-huh. f- finally... Mario and Luigi Superstar Sega plus Bowser's Minions by Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Yeah, the uh, the first half of that game, the Mario and Luigi, mm-hmm. is uh, a remastered edition of an older game. Mm-hmm. But it's the second half, which is the new game. It's um, a story of the Mario of, of like Mario and Luigi told from Bowser's underlings' point of view. Okay. Kind of like Lion, ha- Lion King one and a half. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Is there anything else? That is it for video games. All right. Um, let's see. I have some news. Do you? I guess you can call it news. I guess you can call it that. Uh, yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me just see. Where would you like me to start, Dave? I'll just throw out some titles out here. Um, all right. La, 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 la. La, la. Um... Would you like to know about another actor cut from the Justice League? Or did we talk about that one? Um, we talked about that. Okay. Yes. Then how about this? A lot of Star Trek fans are mad about having to pay for CBS All Access. All right, let's get into that yeah. one. <laughs> this has been a conversation that I've been having with a lot of people, so I have a lot to say. All right. Um, okay, this goes back a little while, but uh, last Sunday while we were here, they uh, Star Trek fans were asked to boldly go where few of them have ever gone before. Paying an extra fee to specifically watch a Trek show. Uh, first episode of the new Star Trek prequel, uh, Star Trek Discovery, aired on both CBS Broadcast Network and its three-year-old pay streaming platform, CBS All Access. The show's second episode then aired exclusively only on the All Access, which will now be the standard for the series going forward. Yes. So basically, you got the first one for free. Fuck you. The rest you got to pay for. Right. Um. Now, this will be uh, the Twitter, of course, you know, because that's what all the kids, cool kids use Twitter, right. are buzzing about the first Star Trek show in over a decade. The excitement was peppered with plenty of complaints about having to pay extra to see the show. Here's a person. Star Trek fans, are, are any of you seriously considering getting CBS All Access just for one show? Seems illogical. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Nerd jokes. Um <laughs> Now, here's where I get it's shady as shit. Okay. Because the service used to cost six bucks a month. Yes. Now it jumped up to 10 bucks a month for commercial free viewing. Yes. Um, all access stocked with nearly 10,000 hours of programming from the vast CBS archive. 
because it did not plan to join most networks in creating Hulu, uh, the network has control of its vaults. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still young, but Glenn Howard, a senior analyst who focuses on media distribution at the research firm Park Associates, says the platform is in decent shape. Quote, CBS All Access has already been one of the more successful network-focused services, perhaps behind HBO Now, he told Sci-Fi Wire. Mm. Even if there's some backlash in the fan community over the exclusive exclusivity of Star Trek Discovery to All Access, having a franchise presence on the platform positions it as a streaming service worth considering when consumers look at their entertainment wallets. Uh, of course, another research analyst echoed the sentiment. There's something to be said about having a unique franchise that can help the brand and really help to create brand equality, e- yeah, equity. Uh, clearly, CBS understands that, that they need some major marquee franchises to help to differentiate their offerings. All right. Uh, Discovery is set to be the first such franchise in the All Access history. In February, the Good Wife spinoff, The Good Fight, earned the platform some new subscription subscribers, but it hadn't had not didn't have any sort of breakout hit, let alone the many hits often required to entice viewers to shell out money for another streamer. Every now, every Star Trek series is available on all access, but Netflix also carries them for now. Right. Um, so here's some of the, here's, uh, we call it people commenting, CBS all access really dropped the ball. Star Trek Discovery is simply too good for such an unappealing platform. Um, got CBS all access for Star Trek, crashes every time it hits a commercial. All right, give me technical difficulties because you figure people are probably flooded. Right. Um, all right, let's get to the meat of it. Ed, I've seen the show. Okay. Part of the first one. Yes. Didn't really get it. Okay. Um, I knew that Michelle Yeoh was the captain, mm-hmm. but I also knew that they hired uh, Drake or Drinkway Malfoy's dad to be the captain as well. So I'm like, clearly they're going to bump her off. Like, uh, yeah. you know, at some point in time. I was confirmed. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. She's no longer on the show. I don't know how they did it. I don't know why they did it, but. It's not supposed to be about the captain anyway. It's supposed to be about the girl who is, spoiler, in 54321, Spock's adoptive sister. Mm-hmm. Is that been canon? No. Okay, so this is a brand new character. It's a brand new character that, that they're bringing to the series because they want to bring something new and fresh, something that will be surprising to people that actually want paid the service to do. Because a lot of people ask, ask me, since I'm a big sci-fi fan... That if I'm just going to watch the show, and I said no, I'm not even going to watch the pilot episode. Like if I could get access to it, I still wouldn't watch it. Like if somebody go, here's a DVD of the first episode at least. Will you watch it? I would refuse. Why? The only reason why is because, I'm generally curious why. <laughs> well, the, the main reason is because I'm not going to pay ten dollars a month after the fact just to watch this one show. So it's pointless. That's right. So for me to watch the first episode, even if I got hooked, which I don't think I would have, but even if I did get hooked. I'm not going ten dollars a month, like you know, like right. scratching myself, like oh, I need to see the show. I need to know what happens, right? It's not going to be that great of a show because I mean, I've been let down. I mean, other than the movies, did you fart again? Yes. <laughs> way oh. to break. Way to every time I have a point, he can't he, handle it. He, he can't. I, uh, it's my butt. I have nothing to do. I can't. He can't handle it. Uh, you could quietly fart and just let me keep continuing. Oh, you're right, you're right. But you, but you have this like dramatic, like back. I gotta lean fart. back, big this big <laughs> smile because because when I look he's over proud. to you, you know, going, he's gonna stop and go. Did you fart? No, I'm just proud of my, <laughs> I'm proud of my accomplishment. 
rude. You're rude. I'm sorry. I apologize. Continue, Ed. Anyway. I got questions, so, so, so I'm ready. <laughs> so for anyway, so for me to, to pay $10 a month, like if I had other things to go, well, you know what? I can watch Star Trek. I could watch if, if they had like all these other shows, I would be okay with it. You know, like, like, in, and it would be worthwhile. Like, oh, did you see the new Big Bang or, you know, type of thing, which I'll get to in a minute, actually. If I'm going to segue after this to another thing. But anyway, the, the idea, though, is for one show, I'm going to pay $10 a month to get this show. And you're not getting like Netflix, like, here's season one. Yeah, and you're, so like, you're going to watch 12 episodes or 15 or 24 episodes of a show and go, all right, at least I got that much. You know how many episodes there are in it? No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I, I, I'm assuming it's a standard 24 because it's CBS. I, yeah, but I'm uh, I'm gonna look while you continue on because I'm kind of curious. So the thing is, is that when you when you do that kind of thing and you're only hand feeding me one a week, now now you're forcing me to go two three months. Now I'm gonna spend forty fifty dollars at least because six of months. A, if there's 24 episodes, there's four weeks in a month. Right, six months. So six months. So now I'm dropping sixty dollars just to see one show where I go. You know, I can go to Netflix and see a bunch of different Star Trek shows for for twelve dollars a month or not ten dollars a month or whatever it is, you know, depending on the the service you get. That you could, you know, go. Oh, you know what? At least I at least I can see them all at once, you know, or see or I can binge watch for two days straight and get like almost a see uh, a, a a season out of it, you know, kind of thing, and do that right. that kind of style. So for me, it's just like it's ridiculous. It's just plain ridiculousness that that CBS thinks they got the balls to go. You know what? We're going to give you the first teaser. You're going to enjoy it, and then you're going to come to us. And not only are you going to get the Star Trek episode, but you're going to get all of our backlog of shows. Uh, and I'm like, there is not a CBS show that I can go, ooh, I really want to see this one again, and I'm going to watch the whole series. Okay, I can tell you right now there's only 15 episodes in this season. Okay. All right. A little over three months. Uh, yeah, because I'm looking um, I'm looking here, and they also they fucked it up, too, because I'm looking here at... Episode 8 airs the 5th of November, right? Mm-hmm. Episode 9, January 7th. So they take a winter break. Yeah. Right. Okay, see, that's where my question comes I, I got a problem with that. I, I'm glad you said that, because that's where my question comes into play, because I don't, I'm not a, Trek, a Star Trek fan. I've seen one movie, have never watched an episode. What do you want from me? This is the way it is. Right. However, in my head, I'm like, okay, business decision-wise, I always try to think, like, why these companies do this. Because, like, as fans, you're pissed off that they did this. Mm-hmm. But business-wise, when you're in, like, a money-making thing, that's a whole nother kind of opinion for me. You right. know what I mean? I'm like, all right, business-wise, why was this smart? Fans might be pissed off, but I kind of can see it from the business side. But I'm real confused about that because it, it, even if it was 24 episodes... That's only six months of people subscribing. Are they hoping that people keep that subscription to wait six months for the next season well, to start? Okay, well, because that's to, nuts. To answer kind of my theory on your first part is it's kind of double dipping because if Star Trek was on regular TV, you could charge advertising time, right? And that's where you. But here, not only because apparently there is the six dollar one with commercials and mm-hmm. the ten dollar one without commercials. So now, let's say you don't want to spend the ten bucks and right. you're willing to sit through commercials. You're now paying six bucks a month to watch yeah. a TV show that. Yeah, and if it's almost four months, that's twenty four bucks plus whatever they're making on advertising. Right. So it's kind of like they're, in my perspective, and well, yeah, while they're doing what business wise, but they're also kind of double dipping in a way because it's like, okay, well, not only do we get paid for these people to advertise on what we hope is potentially a legacy show because Star Trek's got a great name behind right. it, a great. 
past. So we can charge almost almost anything. But now we're going to ask the people who love Star Trek to now shell out a little something something to watch that episode. Here's my thing. You got from November 5th to January 7th. That's a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, so right away. Almost two months. Right, almost yeah, two months. when you start your subscription date. And no one's going to sit there and go, I'm just going to cancel it for two months and then resubscribe. I would. Some people won't. They'll be just like, you know, it's easier. It's ten bucks out of my pay, uh, whatever. So they're getting like an extra twenty bucks out of these people, and not air an episode. That's what I'm saying. To me, like business wise, that's a really stupid decision. If they were like, you know what, we're gonna, this is gonna be a constant running show every week, all year long. We're not gonna take like a season break. You know, yeah. What I'm saying? I mean, there's no reason to take a Christmas break because, uh, you know, because yeah, while people are outside shopping. It's digital content. Right. You can watch it at your leisure. It's, you it's don't on have your phone or your right. tablet. You don't have to tune in at eight o'clock right. to watch the show. You can watch it at your own time frame because it's digital. So why not air those those episodes week to week? Okay, now I understand. Look, you don't want to you don't want to be like Netflix, so you're not going to dump the entire show at one shot because then in fifteen episode fifteen hours later, if you really want to binge watch it over a weekend, you're done. Cancel my subscription. You no, gotta, I mean, if you're really smart and they were doing it that way, you would sign up there for, for their free seven-day trial. Right. And that's completely free because I just went through that trying to watch football with CBS I don't, All Access. Yeah, but I don't think the CBS... Yeah, but didn't you have problems signing up for that? No. You couldn't watch football. I couldn't watch the games that I wanted right. to watch, which is why I canceled because I would have CBS All Access if it meant that I could watch my Steelers game whenever when it was on air right. because it, we're not in the market for it. And in turn, we would be able to watch the Star Trek if it's all CBS, all access. Yeah, but from I saw another article where I got to double check that, but the C, the free week trial doesn't include Star Trek Discovery. Oh. It's because it's their content. They can put it what they ever they want on the free content part. Right. Like here, you, here you get a first one week trial, but you're only limited to certain shows. That new show wouldn't be part of the package because of that reason of if they dumped it all in there, right. you could binge watch it over a weekend and cancel it. So there's no way you're making any money off of that show. Yeah, you know. So by doing it week to week, all right, I get it. You're sucking. You're sucking ten bucks a month out of these people because we now live in a world for four where, months basically. Yeah, for four months of because the last episode airs in February, February eighteenth. So so six months almost. Yeah. Because if there's 15 episodes, if there was 16, it would be four months even. Yeah. But if they're going to take a break from November to January, that's an extra almost two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it goes, uh, like, uh, the date's October 1st, the 8th, 15th, October 22nd, 29th, November 5th, then the January 7th, 14th, 21st, 28th, February 4th, February 11th, and then February 18th of next year. So, I, but again, I don't... So, doesn't make sense. It does not does does not add up at all. If they go, we have Star Trek, and then we have another show that maybe is popular, like another franchise that they could pull. That you go, well, you know what? At least I'm getting two. Like you know, like, like type of thing. Like there's something like of if Star Trek goes on a break for two months, I could still watch right, this show. Right. You know, like kind of thing. And then that that could be something could be filler. And that's what they're hoping. They're hoping that when you log on and watch Star Trek for those seasons, there's also like, oh, well, I can watch. You know, two broke girls, or I can right. watch you know this show, or you know, or, or or a Big Bang Theory, like all these different shows. I'm like, well, at least I have content filler to 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 pay that six to ten dollars a month to do it. But the problem is, is that you go, well, I've seen these sh- most of these shows now because they've all been on television. You're 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 not giving me enough content to go pay for it. 
No, it, I mean, it, it definitely sounds like a stupid decision, to a way to treat the fans, and a stupid business decision. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bad look, CBS. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, <laughs> there's somebody here, actually, in the wire. The Orville versus Star Trek. Which you can talk about the Orville because I am now caught up on all the episodes because I watched. I missed. I missed the last episode. Okay. But yeah. Last episode was actually really good. Yeah. Like it. Surprisingly, like the show is 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 still there for me. Like okay. I'm, I'm still I'm still tuning in. Um. But anyway, go back to Star Trek. Um. I saw the episode, saw bits and pieces of it. I wasn't too engaged because I'm not really as big as a Star Trek fan as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't like the Klingon look. Did you see? No, you I've seen heard anything. I've heard a lot of. I've heard a lot of stuff about. It. I mean, like people have talked about. It. People have seen it right. and talked to me about it, and you know, was discussing with me because they 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 were surprised that I wasn't going to see it, and then they were like, "Well, let me tell you about it." And they none of nobody was like, "Oh, this is a great show." Like right, right after seeing the first one, they're like, "Yeah, I don't think I'd pay the six to ten dollars a month." to see the show it's not it didn't hook me enough on i thought it was boring i thought it was slow and then a lot of things were different that i didn't enjoy so it was like right away it was like a lot of like beats that you were just like really well then they were like what's the point like like why you know why why as a star trek fan you're going hey you know what i don't like the way the klingons look i don't understand the uh, the girl being spock's sister right like adoptive sister at that she's human it's like well why? Why? Why did you need that? Like you didn't. It seems to be like uh, it was the shock value. It was what it was. It was. Yeah. It was purely shock. That was all it was. Was to get something to for the fans to go. What? Sh- Sh- Spock has an adoptive sister. Oh. I need to see this. Like yeah, you know, that's it, the kind of thing yeah. that worked. You know, and it, it didn't. I mean, since he's the most recent member to pass away, it feels like you're kind of tainting his uh, memory a little bit, a yeah. little bit, because it, 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 I feel like it's like well. He was such an icon, and and you don't have a. I don't think I've had. Didn't see a Vulcan on the ship. Um, it's like, well, he's here in spirit because we have his adoptive human sister. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> huh? So, how long do you think it's going to last? Well, obviously they'll do the they'll do season one. It, what, what happens is it depends on how much money it generates for CBS. Um, also, I do know that over in Europe, it's actually on Netflix. Right. So, because I guess how they worked out their deal, I don't know how accurate that is. So, if any of our fans in England, right, drop me a line, Sean at geeksters.com. Yeah. Words with geeks.com. Or just put it through Facebook or Facebook yes. page. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know why. I'm like, geeksters.com. It'd be great. Yeah. Oh, it's right. It was already, someone already had it. <laughs> um, no, nobody has it. Just to, they don't want to spend that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money they want. Yeah. Oh, we'll start a Kickstarter fund for it. <laughs> <laughs> a Patreon account. Yeah. Hey, help us give a donate so we can buy a, a domain name. <laughs> and we have no perks. <laughs> the show's for free. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't think, like, if it's a hit, they'll do a season two. But I think that depends on how much money they generate off of that. I know, but what I mean is, Forgive some of my ignorance for this, because I don't know a whole lot about this. Obviously, CBS had to pay money to make this show, right? Sure. Uh-huh. So they're already in the hole. At yeah. this point, they're trying right. to get a profit. Yeah. Right. It, their money back and a profit, right? right? So I'm ahead. I'm like, okay, if people pay the $6 a month and they're still advertising involved, right. do you think that they're going to be able to make enough money for them to go, 
we don't want to do this on subscription anymore. We're going to put it on regular TV and just make the advertising money. I, no. I, I, no? I, well, see, no, they're, they're too deep. It's too far. It's too far so? gone. Oh, yeah. Well, CBS yeah, is committed right. to this. They pulled, they pulled stuff from different things. Like Hulu doesn't have it anymore. Netflix is not going to have Star Trek right. pretty soon. They're pulling it. When their contract's up, start, they're not going to renew it. So they're right. going to pull right. that. So they're putting their so all eventually, their eventually, let's say they're, they're, they're pulling all their stuff from wherever they can find it. They're pulling it out of there. And they're going, nope, you can't have this anymore. If, if it's on DVD, that's it. They can't, they can't take that away. But that's it. So you're either going to go either I'm going to pay $6 a month to $10 a month to watch this show. Or if God willing, if they do it. Put it on DVD or Blu-ray and then watch it then. Either way, they're going to make money off of it. Right. Here's also another aspect of it, too, is that it is a business. Somebody made this decision to do this. Right. If it doesn't generate the income they want, chances of that person will be shit-canned. The next person that comes in to that position will go, we need to remodel this whole situation. Obviously, how much we make it Because we're not getting enough revenue off of this show through this means. We've got to find another outlet. That's what so I'm saying. Whoever came up with this idea, if it doesn't work, you're right. They're, they're not going to be able to have a job with CBS anymore. It's right. not going to be a good idea for them. But the next person that comes in could at least say, okay, we can put it on TV and then at least make money on the advertising. They, they can try doing... They could try. They yeah. might not necessarily... It would be smart. If anything, that what they should have done, in my opinion, if they wanted to try this, they should have let the show run... The, the first season on television. Right. See what kind of a buzz it gets. See if it's critically liked. See if it's fan liked. Because then that, but the problem is with television, it's if it's not a hit right away, they'll cancel it. Right. So this was kind of like a shit, we're in the hole millions of dollars because that, those, we saw the episode, it's not cheaply made. Right. So, you know, you figure if it's like a million dollar an episode, there's 15, maybe 20, maybe even $30 million invested into this show. Right. If they don't get that in the subscriptions, Someone's losing their job. Right. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like you, you go, you go. What marketing base and what what number do they have? It might not be that fifteen to twenty million that right. they need to reach to get the subscribers for CBS All Access. It might be in the hundred thousands. You don't know, or right. it could be just like two million dollars. Like right, but they, they go to break even. Right. You know I mean? like but the thing even, is, it's not going to be yeah, good but enough. The thing is, is that most people will do the six dollars versus the ten dollars, so they're going to make their money back in the commercializations of the right. watching right. those episodes. So you're pay, you're shelling out six dollars, but the advertisers is paying like what twenty thousand so dollars for a twenty their, second spot. They're they're going to break even with advertising, and then the they, subscription is going to be the profit. Right. Yeah. So okay. it'd be like you know Ed's. Ed CBS All Access, you're paying him six bucks a month. Right. And he probably already figured, you know what, most people are cheap. Six bucks, it's commercialized, whatever. Right. But then he comes to me and says, hey, we got Star Trek um, Discovery. We have this many subscribers. Now, why don't you advertise on our show? And here's the cost for you to advertise right. on a Star Trek show. Right. And I'm going, okay, how much do you want? Because I'm thinking, well, that's, Star Trek. It's Star Trek. It's, it's gotta, gonna. It's gonna grow. It's gonna expand. Like 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 they're gonna sell it. It's like it's like selling the the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Like they're just some morons is gonna go. Okay. You know. Like I'm I'm in. I'll, I'll advertise. Like, on Star Trek Discovery brought to you by Geeksters. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we shell out like a million dollars to advertise, and it's like, well, can we get a name in there? Like some way? Like we're gonna want something back? Like yeah. And will you get advertising? People will know your name because they watch a commercial. Because they're paying you six bucks to watch that commercial. Yeah. Well, no, no, they're not paying me. They're paying you six bucks to watch that commercial. Yeah, we know, but you're paying us to put that on that time. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. Genius. Wow. 
So, and then like it's they all they just have to front the money because, like you said, like the subscription could pay for itself, right? The 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 fees. Well, you you yeah, and then the thing is, is that we what we don't know, and this is this is the big question because it's, it's like it's always up there. How many diehard Star Trek fans are out there? I mean, like people have liked Deep Space Nine, which wasn't that to me or anybody really the, the show, but it was okay show it was. Oh, all right, especially at four o'clock in the morning when you're out of work. And yeah, you're, you're fine. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, deep, oh deep fried nine. I watch that. <laughs> I've watched every episode. Um, but the, the the idea is is that we don't know how many hard based Star Trek fans are out there that willing to pay that six dollars a month. Right. So they could make millions of dollars off of this quietly. Like you're not going to have too right. many Star Trek nerds up in arms because they know if I go on the internet and see how great it is, people are just going to shit on me. And I'm not going to feel that because I'm a Star Trek fan and diversity is what it's all about right. because of my my station in life and how I am, you know, and how I get picked on. I'm not going to be picked on the Internet by liking this show. So I'm just going to quietly watch this show. I'm going to pay the six dollars a month right. and quietly watch the show and enjoy it on my own and just maybe talk about it with my Star Trek friends that, that also paying for it. And that's it. So we don't know that number. How big is that number? And Nobody you also knows. have to worry about, too, with the reboot of Star Trek. It's got a different fan base. Like, you may have liked the third movie, and you might be a fan of the movies, but this show doesn't take place in that universe. Right. It takes place in the old classic Kirk-Spock era. Like I think it's between Kirk and Picard. Okay. I think. I'm not sure. Or maybe be a prequel. I, I'm not really... I don't know what time frame it's in. The outfits I'm not really a big, big fan on. They have what do you call it? Doug Jones. He's an alien on it, but he plays like a dick. You know, yeah. Um, uh, it's just one of those like, eh, I don't. It, there was nothing there that hooked me, and I didn't like the way the Klingons looked, and they were kind of like a religious sect. I, now, granted, it could have been more like, uh, hey, we need to spin on the Klingons. We know they're like a warlike people, but here there's religion too involved, and here it, it was real weird. <laughs> it was bizarre. I'm saying you all out of all this history, you you now bring it up now, like yeah. you know, it's like like there's timelines drawn and historical moments in Star Trek. I mean, there used to be a museum in Vegas that had this timeline and you would walk it and it was fascinating because it would be the biggest popular episodes and they would point it out, they would date it, they would start date it on what yeah. it, when, it, when it happened in, in actual Star Trek time and, and, and date it and you would walk this line and it would just give you episode after episode or major events and movies or whatever that happened that you go and it, it all was cohesive. Right. Now you're putting this show, you're shoehorning this in and making it a little bit different by changing the Klingons and making them a cult religion. And then you've got Star Trek. You've got Kirk, uh, Spock's adoptive sister, you know, kind of thing. And it's just like, all right, like, uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, You're trying does... to rewrite canon. Yeah. You know, and like I said, the, the genius with the J.J. Abrams stuff is he kind of respected the stuff that came before it and said that still exists because of this. In the first one, there is a, a, a split in time. And that there's an alternate universe that that the third movie that the one through three has now taken part of, so all the other stuff is still valid. It's just now you have two two universes. Mm-hmm. But this TV show takes okay, well, we're going to focus on this universe, and now we're going to take these people who we've never mentioned, never talked about, create some things, and now squish it in there, and hope that people will now buy it as as like the part of the universe and. Right. Apparently, according to reviews, some people aren't buying it. Yeah. 
corner, just I mean, literally and figuratively. Yeah, and it's like if you're not bringing it to the masses, and you have to have a, a certain amount of money you have to spend just to see <laughs> this to go the what kind of shit's unfolding, whether it's good or bad to them. They don't, you know, I don't know. But the thing is that they, now I have to pay a service to get this and not see it on television like everybody else would be with every other show. Right. It's like it's ridiculous. But it's, the, the part that that too, you'll know it's a hit when they start doing novelizations with those characters. Yeah. In. Because Star Trek not only had a, a nice, healthy, healthy television history, but also a lot of writers write stories for Star Trek, you know, just in novelization form. Like, like, hey, you guys like these guys. Here's a story that I wrote, and they got paid to do it. And some of them are really good, some of them are really bad. But it's with anything with like with books and different writers. Mm-hmm. So if the show takes off, then you'll see like, hey, the further adventures of Drakeway Malfoy's senior, like you know, yeah. something like that. <laughs> His name's Lucius. Lucius. It's SS Lucius. <laughs> you know, Sassy. It's just I don't know. Like I just I, I it might I'll wait till it comes out like on DVD and maybe I'll red box it. Right. You know, I can kill it on weekend. Maybe I'll wait till she goes back home. <laughs> like you know, when you go on vacation, I am home. Well, I mean, so when you go when you go back to visit. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I will recall it, rent the set. Yes. And just be able to binge watch it and go like, oh, okay, I saw it. Like, you know, <laughs> just so I can go, yeah, I saw it, still didn't like it. Now I feel like I'm getting ripped off like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else on the show? You know, I, I have another show, but oh, I'm going to see that yeah. as bonus material. Oh, bonus material. Yes. All right. Okay. Wow. Ed, bonus material. All right, Ed, how about this one? Yes. Um, John Williams. Yes. Conductor. Mm-hmm. Some of the best theme musics. Here, I'll throw one at you. Dun, 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 Yes, apparently that theme is actually making it into the Justice League movie. It is. Yes, according to... This was an article on September 28th. John Williams Superman theme returning for Justice League. Ready? Uh, Danny Elfman was brought in earlier this year to score Warner Brothers Justice League. And although he's best known to comic fans for his 1989 Batman, he has gravitated towards another DC classic to fall back onto in DC movies. John Williams Superman, the movie theme. In an interview with Billboard, Elfman revealed that he's having fun and folding in new and old themes for the movie. There's a quote. There are a few little fan moments. I I insisted a moment, um, stated a moment of the Wonder Woman theme that Hans Zimmer did for for Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. But I also had two minutes where they had pleasure of saying, let's do John Williams Superman, said Elfman. And that for me was heaven because now I have a melody to twist and I'm using it in in an actually very dark way in a dark moment. It's the kind of thing that some fans will notice, some won't. It's a moment where we're really not sure whose side he's on. Elfman didn't disclose if he's bringing some of his 1989 Batman score or the Prince soundtrack in for Justice League, but talks openly about the... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, ooh, stop the press. Vicky Val. Vicky Val. <laughs> as, as quick to the Batmobile, just... Have Aquaman just going that dance as he's walking by. <laughs> just, ben Affleck gives him look like. Oh, 
<laughs> um, so, uh, you got that to look forward to. Now, I know that tune. I actually had that tune on my, iP- on, on my iPod. Yeah. But every once in a while, it'll pop up in the car, and I, I have to listen to it, because that Superman, I love that theme. Yes. It's very, like, makes you feel very, like, empowering. It's, it's very of, iconic. Yeah, it really it's is. very. Like, you can kind of see, like, that move. Da, 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 da. Like you could just see him just leap in the air and fly. Yeah, it's very the sound and visual just hits you. Yes. Um, I I don't know how I feel, but it, I mean it's Danny Elfman who I like as a composer, and if mm-hmm. he's going to use it in a very twisted, dark way, I, I kind of trust him because he has a nice heritage of movies behind him, like the Simpsons theme, the Batman theme. Uh, anything that has we call Tim Burton's name attached to it, it seems to be his go-to <laughs> yes, guy. guy right. um, uh, so, all right. I mean, uh, Big Top Pee Wee. I think they were. Uh, <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> or Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> so I mean, uh, guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I I I didn't see this article. Thank God. Um, <laughs> That's because I like bringing the ones that make you go, oh, why are they doing this? I'm the guy who brings the grown articles. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you, you, you're you going to have Batman, you're going to have Aquaman, you're going to have Wonder Woman. Who else? Flash. Flash. Cyborg. Cyborg. I, 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 it was really a rhetorical question. Oh, maybe Green Lantern. It wasn't, it wasn't me asking oh, what sorry. other characters I thought are. we were being graded. <laughs> I thought he really had, like, a brain fart moment where he didn't know. <laughs> The point is <laughs> that it's going to be shit. <laughs> yeah, them and, bringing the old Superman tune is like the least of, and it's it's like it like you think that's going to save the movie, right. like <laughs> bring Christopher Reeve back. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you already feel this way, let me let me put another nail into that coffin. Okay, apparently DC moving away from Justice League shared universe. What? Uh-huh. This was an article from Co- uh, Cosmic Book News, to so take it for what it's worth. Uh-huh. Uh, has DC thrown in the towel and given Marvel Studios its undisputed title to cinematic universes? Following Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad, WB restructured to give DC Entertainment more control of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Jeff Johns and John Berg replaced as the co-runner of the DCEU and out was Zack Snyder for, uh, and his quote-unquote brain trust, which helped form the basis of the three aforementioned movies that weren't all that well-received critically or by the fans. Jeff Johns has su- had success developing the popular TV- DC comics The New 52 and Rebirth, the TV shows Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. So WB has now given Johns the keys to DC Kingdom, right? Okay. All right. I'm 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 questioning some of those titles. I'm not, well, I'm, I mean, look, Arrow and Flash, yes, I, definitely. I mean, Legends I, of Tomorrow, that was on the bubble, buddy. That was on the bubble being canceled. It probably still is because it's not no, it's got renewed for another right, season. I think because it's it's again one of those shows. It's too expensive to it's expensive to make because of all the special effects and that, getting the other characters from those shows to come right. in to do yes, right. So it, it's it's a money maker. It's not a, it might not be a money maker. It's a money sucker, right? Or maybe they're just breaking even every season, so that's why they, it's always a short season. Well, it's not that. It's not so much that. It's just the fact that is, is that the viewership keeps dropping down as the season goes on. 
Because it's a lot of content to take in. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's sometimes like I stopped watching Arrow. I stopped watching Flash because I don't have time. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, like I watch Legends of Tomorrow through Netflix because now they have that deal where right eight days after uh, their season goes off, with Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all the CW shows, they go right to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, I can binge watch it now. So I don't have to worry about week to week. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about... I, it won't, It's like now just recently hitting Blu-ray and DVDs. So I was like, I can watch that season before it even does any of that. Yeah. And then be like, all right, you, thanks for saving me the cash because I'm not run, running out to buy those seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, just to watch them once or maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the article goes on to say Vulture posted a lengthy article. I guess Vulture's another magazine uh, about the state of the DC entertainment and the movies where it's noted that they're rethinking their approach to the Justice League DC Cinematic Universe, with Wonder Woman used as reason and a prime example of the strategy's success. It's said while they're not giving up on the idea of continuity, that they want to, quote-unquote, de-emphasize the idea that all these flicks are occupying the same space. Here's a quote. Our intention, certainly moving forward, is using the continuity to help make sure nothing is diverging in a way that doesn't make sense, but there's no insistence upon an overall storyline or interconnectivity in that universe. DC Entertainment President Diane Nielsen said, with the article mentioning her comment, drew the agreement from WB top brass around her. So basically what they're saying is like, well, these guys are all in the, in a universe, just not shared. <laughs> so basically DC is saying, hey, uh, Warner Brothers, you're kind of fucking our shit up over here. And we can't completely cut you off, but we don't know if we want to play with you all the time. Well, the problem is Warner Brothers owns DC. Okay. So it's kind of so like... So it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Warner Brothers is like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, here's... Um, Jeff Johns agrees and points to Wonder Woman. The movie's not about another movie, he says. Some of the movies do connect the characters together, like Justice League. But, like with Aquaman, our goal is not to connect Aquaman to every movie. Okay. Nielsen also added, moving forward, you'll see the DC movie universe being a universe, but one that comes from the heart of filmmakers who's creating them. So it's basically like saying, hey, you know what? You want to make that 80s Joker gangster movie? Go right ahead, because it's a DC property. It's in in our DC universe, but not a shared universe. Wow. See, wow, that is so mind-blowing just just to think about, like the, the idea of this, because... It has nothing to do with the DC. This the problem is not having a shared DC universe. That is not the problem. That is not the problem that DC or Warner Brothers is having. That is not it. I'm going to repeat it again. <laughs> DC does not the problem of saving a shared universe. That is not the problem. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me get my tea. Let me put my ball. What is the problem, Ed? The problem is weak plot lines, bad costuming. Huh. Har- Writing, character development of way way the characters are from the past to the way they, they, they want to modernize them now. That's the problem. Martha. <laughs> exactly. Weak plot line. That you know, I mean that's that's the problem. And, you know, it's like going to like me going, look at my look at my uh rashed ass. Look at it. Look how <laughs> wonderful it looks. It looks like the Star Trek symbol. Look at it. Uh-huh. Bathe in its glory. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm not done yet. See how it shines when I turn it this way. 
and you you go, this is it's just your shitty asshole. Like that's what you're looking at. Yeah, you wiped it, and it just ironically looks like the bad symbol. Right. Like <laughs> it's just. It's you know, like, and then when you look at the paper, toilet paper, oh, look, it looks like the bat- Superman symbol. Yeah, it's just because you folded it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the that's the thing. Like, like, like you, you just because you. I mean, you know what? We're gonna break it up. I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna separate my cheeks now. Uh-huh. So now it's two different universes, <laughs> it's two different moons. So I fixed the problem. <laughs> well, here, here's like the final in the this little article. I'm not going into what this person's thoughts were because I, I don't care. Uh, it says, regarding the DC movies not occupying the same space, the recent Joker Origins movie is mentioned as an example of the decentralized strategy for, quote-unquote, an as-yet-unnamed side label of occasional movies that are completely separate from everything else set entirely outside the cinematic universe, John said, in the new, and the new label will be announced soon. DC Elseworlds. Oh, it just make, that makes sense, yeah. but... Like, that's just Marvel saying, that's DC Sagan, you know, we fucked up big time. So, you know what? Marvel, you win. Yes. Like, like, clearly, you had a plan that you executed well. Yes, they are all interconnected. Great job of doing like 15 movies at this point. Yeah. To have tell one, two giant cohesive stories like your comic books that do every like once a year. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to rush that by creating right out the gate a Justice League movie and trying to find a way to shoehorn these guys together in a shared universe that clearly isn't working for us. So now we're going to have to take it in the ass and go, no, 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 no. We're going to call them Elseworld movies where just because if you like Aquaman, here's Aquaman movies. What he does in his movies isn't going to connect with the Justice League movie. So you, that just basically says, hey, if you don't like Aquaman, don't don't go see it because now you don't have to because you already know he what he's going to do has got nothing to do with the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's, you're right. I mean, you summed it up perfectly. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> uh, you guys look like you kind of. They make me want to bang my head against a brick wall. <laughs> a cobblestone wall? A cobblestone <laughs> wall. Oh, God, good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to go say good night, and uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget, if you want to catch the rebroadcast or the podcast version where apparently Ed's going to give us bonus material, ooh, ooh. you can catch these breakdown podcasts um, on our website, wordswithgeeks.com. Um, or if you don't want to go that route, check our Facebook page, Geeksters, give us a like. And go to the About section. You can get us, find us free on iTunes, any of your Google Play apps. Uh, and now there's a lot. There's a list. So if you if you go to there, the about section, either on our Facebook page or our wordswithgeek.com website, you can get all that information for free. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com, or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. See you next week. Bye. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. I mean, there you have it. I, I don't know. I didn't have anything else. Do you have anything else to bring that in to show it? Just the, you know, CBS says they're head up their ass, and I don't know why. They're... I mean, between the the, the the Star Trek and the, hey, everybody, now all that Marvel, uni- that Marvel, that DC Universe stuff we've been talking about is, 
Well, they're kind of in the same universe. They just won't be interacting as much as we like to think you think let you think they were in the beginning. You know. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it, like I said, outside after the show, if they decided to like do Justice League one, Justice League two, Justice League three, and have the team do an adventure, mm-hmm. I'm I, fine. Yeah. I don't need to have whatever happens in Batman be interconnected with the next Justice League movie. That I get why you don't want to do that because it doesn't. You're asking sometimes for a bigger commitment out of your viewers. Mm-hmm. But I kind it's kind of like a a cheat because if you believe in your product, you're going you're going to have these people want to see the next movie to see how it interconnects with the last one, or what's going to paint the future. I disagree. I totally disagree with that. Right. I totally disagree with that. I think that the standalone movie universe, if like if they just want to do standalone Batman and and Wonder Woman and Superman and so on, I think that's great because like, you just don't you don't need to connect it all. You don't I, have an interconnection. I mean, Marvel did it really well. Well, I said you don't need to do that, but yeah, all right. And it's but you know you're gonna go see a Batman movie. You're gonna go see yeah. a Wonder Woman movie. You know these are movies that you want to see. It's not. How are they going to interconnect with it? How are we going to finish it off with the Justice League movie to put put it all together? You don't need that. You just need, I want to go through through a, a Batman adventure for two hours and enjoy it. I want to go through an Aquaman adventure for two, <laughs> you, you, two you, hours. Really, you want to pick him? <laughs> it just that, popped in my head. That's the one you're going with. I would have enjoyed an Aquaman. Wait. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm willing to try an Aquaman standalone movie. I, I, I sure. I mean, I will as well because I'm going to have a, a drooling fiance sitting next to me at the time. You know, <laughs> no matter what's going to happen, he'll just walk on the street and I'll just hear, mm. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, mm. slice me off a piece of that beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be seeing it for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm here because I have to be. I mean, I'd be slightly curious, just having a walk out and go, oh, I can't believe they did that. Or, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> I'm surprised it was pretty good. The guy, they actually made me like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. They actually made me like Aquaman. I never would have thought that. <laughs> I just... Uh, all right. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I would like to see a standalone Batman movie. I don't need to see something happen in there that's going to connect... A Superman movie, like, and and please, if 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 DC and and Warner Brothers listening, we don't need an origin story. Uh, yeah, we don't. We, we don't <laughs> need. A, we're already uh, there. <laughs> everyone kind of knows the origin stories of pretty much almost all the bit players. In this. Yeah, we don't know where Superman came from. We saw that Man of Steel. We know where Batman we saw because we saw him in front of Batman v Superman. I don't need an Aquaman. I mean, it looks like they're going to give you Aquaman's origin story in Justice League. Walks in, I hear about this guy, blah blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Um, we don't need to see a Flash origin story because he's already been in two movies. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, yeah. there's, uh, there's Plus, called, the TV show. I mean, that really you know right. sums it all up. I mean, if you're if you're not watching the show, why aren't you? Go watch yeah. it. But you know, you, you at least get the gist of it from that. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Guess we'll just have to wait and see when Justice comes out in November. Yeah, in 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 like a month and a half. I I'm, think. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm more excited for Thor. I am too. Yeah, that comes out <laughs> beginning of November. I was I was a little indifferent about the whole like look of it, but now now I'm like it's grown on me. Like I'm like it looks like it's gonna be a fun movie. Just right, a exactly, fun movie. exactly. 
know, I mean, some people might be like, well, that's all there are, just four movies. There's no substance. It's a comic book movie. It doesn't have to, as long as the action's good and there's some good yuck yuck jokes. And, you know, as long as it looks pretty, I'm all in. You know, the Justice League, I'm like, oh. I honestly, like, I'm part of me, again, I said it before, I'm going to say it again, it feels like a chore to Mm -hmm. go see the Justice League movie. It's like, I feel like I'm obligated because we do a show where we talk about this stuff and I feel like it's a homework assignment. Like, I. Oh. Go ahead. You finish what you can say because oh. I have I have a scenario for you. No, no. Go ahead. Give me your scenario because what I was going to say was just fluff. Okay. What would you rather see? The new Fantastic Four movie that just came out a while ago that we sad to see, or the Justice League movie? Uh, okay, I'm gonna honestly Justice League. Okay. I've, I've never been a Fantastic Four f- uh, comic book fan. Yeah. Um, I thought the first two movies with Chris Evans, I thought they were enjoyable for what they were at uh-huh. the time. That last movie was hard. That la- that reboot was just so bad. I-, I at least kind of think like with the Justice League, it's more people. There'll be certain things I probably would like more. Like I, I'm already in for the Ben Affleck Batman, the Batfleck. Uh-huh. I, Gal Gadot sold me as Wonder Woman before I was always on the fence going. I got to see how she acts. You know, I liked Wonder Woman a lot, so I'm like, all right, I can watch that. I'm curious to see how they're going to bring Henry Cavill back in as Superman. Uh-huh. See if he's going to be, you know, dark and brooding or maybe just a little beacon of hope that he's supposed to inspire upon people. Right. You know, um, the Aquaman stuff, I <laughs> I can I can get through. <laughs> Stacey gives me that ball like, oh, I just like, I can't wait for that. <laughs> She's like, mm, beefcake. <laughs> the Flash thing... I don't know. I, there are so many problems with the Flash movie that I think he's going to be the weak link of the movie. Yeah. I do. I, I just, but a part of me, I was like, I kind of want to see it because you know what? Never seen it before. Yeah. Never seen a Justice League movie, so I'm I'm interested in seeing it just for that alone. But with all the press behind it and all the negativity and all the hey, we're doing this, the Zack Snyder then being switched to Joss Whedon, I'm curious to see whose name is going to be on directed by. Mm-hmm. You know, just that alone makes it go. Okay, now I know what kind of movie I'm expecting. Right. You know, so, you know, I'm hoping my, my fingers are crossed and I hope it's going to be good. I hope I can walk out and go, you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but my expectations are kind of low anyway. At now, since they've kind of, you know, like, hey, you've had four movies in this universe and you only really like one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't get one off the ground yet. We might have a Green Lantern in this movie. Who knows? <laughs> it's like, oh, joy. So we'll see. All right. What about you? Oh, hands down, it's got to be the uh, Justice League movie. Why? Because uh, the Fantastic Four, you, I, you couldn't even pay me to go see that movie in the theater again. <sighs> that was so bad. I, I don't I don't know anybody who... I can't... I kind of want to look out and go, hey, type in Google, did anyone like the Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> and that was two years ago. <laughs> Josh, Josh Rank did. Josh Rank did. Josh Rank did. I don't know. <laughs> Cost him his uh, Star Wars gig. That's right. You know, we haven't talked about Star Wars either. The uh, um, J.J. Abrams being hired. We talked about that episode nine. Yeah, Yeah. we did last two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. And then we have the Star Wars coming out in December. I can't wait for that. I'm I'm really curious about the Han Solo movie. That's the one I'm really uh, you know because it could go really good. Oh, really bad. Really bad. I mean, it's a Ron Howard now directed picture. 
I have to say though, I mean, like, I can't think of a Ron Howard picture that made me go, no, like, right. and I mean, I don't remember all his titles, but every the ones of the ones I remember seeing, right. I'm enjoyed, you know, highly. Okay. So, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this show, and if you did, please go to our Facebook page and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, please go to uh, Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to Sean and talk to him and go, Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. I don't know why I purchased that one. Uh, But his name is S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey.